Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. It is episode number 400, seventh anniversary of the show. <laughs> Stan C, Romaran, and Chino Liao all together again for our supersized WrestleMania 37 predictions. We've got a live panel. Naipapakilala natin in a bit. Chino smile naman. Seventh anniversary natin. What's up, guys? Happy to be here. The Alexcuatro dito. Oh, man. Ano ko ba? It's 4 a.m. What the hell? Si Chino nasa San Francisco pa rin. So, yeah. That that explains kung bakit medyo hindi pa fully nasa wisho si Chino. We're yeah. saying what's up first to everybody who's been showing us a lot of love in the comment section, like Ardo, JK, Aljun, all the usuals na nandito. Thank you so much for joining us uh, here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Dahil nandito na rin kayo and we have your attention, we might as well tell you that we're celebrating our 400th episode and our 7th anniversary with a special giveaway courtesy of our friends from Kramer Toy Warden. In fact, magpapamigay kami ng one Funko Pop every week for the next four weeks, starting off with this one. So, Babyface Producer Sola, put it up on the screen. Anong ipapamigay natin for week one Yum. of hashtag WWP7 years? We're going to be giving out this The Rock Funko Pop courtesy of hey. our friends from Kramer Toy Warden. Naksaman, extra effort si Solo. Oh, look at that. He's he's moving the pictures. <laughs> Nikai, step, Nikai, step up. Nikai, Nikai, step up. Nikai, Baby come Face on. producer Sola bringing the juice. So yeah, we're giving that away. And this is how you can win that Funko Pop from us. So all you have to do is to cut a promo on the hosts of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. That's us. That's me. That's Ro. That's Chino. Cut a promo on us. Make sure you use the hashtag WWP7Years. If you're going to post on Facebook or Instagram, make sure na public yun at nandun yung hashtag para makita namin. But if you're going to post on Twitter or on TikTok, our new favorite so- uh, social media app, make sure you tag us at Wrestling2XPod. All right? 
So at the end of the week, so by Wednesday, pipili kami ng one winner of this Funko Pop of The Rock from our friends from Kramer Toy Warden. And then we'll do it all over again the following week for the next four weeks because that's how we celebrate seven years here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Hey. Ice ba? Ice ba? Yes. Now, all right. Pe- people really like this, uh, this, this Funko Pop because uh, it is modern-day rock. Yeah. It's pretty uh, rare, th- isn't it? Or yeah, right. I think yun yung attire niya in 2011 when he came back for the first time in like seven uh, years. Right, so, sakto, right. It is the only Funko Pop where you can actually smell what he is cooking. So, <laughs> very appropriate for the giveaway. So, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing all of your entries for this promo. Now, before we get to our supersized panel and WrestleMania predictions, Ro, let's tell our listeners a little something about our friends the man from Mr. Speedy. All right, guys, before uh, we go on for our WrestleMania predictions, Alam Kong, you have to send important stuff throughout Metro Manila, Habang ECQ. So when you do that, you can use our special code from Mr. Speedy so you can get 50 pesos off your first delivery. So all you got to do is use our code WWP Mr. Speedy. Again, that's WWP M R S P E E D Y. So you just use that and automatic na yun, 50 pesos off your first delivery. All right, there you go. Now it's time to bring in our WrestleMania panel. So let's introduce our first guest. He is somebody you're probably familiar with from the PBA broadcasts on One Sports and ESPN5. You may have read his articles over there as well. And you may have read his coverage of WrestleMania 35 from a couple of years ago. Please welcome back to the podcast, Mr. Carlo Pamintuan. What's up, guys? Thank you for hey. having me again. Yo. Excited to talk wrestling with you. You're right. No, yeah, you're absolutely one of our favorite guests. And sobrang honor para sa amin na ka agad for episode 400. We love it. We love having you on. Thanks for joining us, Carlo. Congratulations, by the way, for celebrating your what? Ilang, ilang years na kayo? Seven, seven years. Seven friend. years. Wild. Seven years. You're like a snotty toddler by now. <laughs> <laughs> but at least hindi pa nagre-rebelde unlike from the stands. Yun, teenager na yun, di ba? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, now let's introduce the second member of our supersized panel. He is a local theater actor who you may remember best as young Hector from Ang Huling El Bimbo. Please welcome back to the podcast, Bibo Reyes. So you have a WrestleMania for me? Hey. <laughs> what is up, guys? Uh, happy birthday to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. What's up, Stan? Carlo, Roll. Carlo, nice to meet you. Gina, nice to meet you as well. Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor join you for your 400th episode on before we get going stan i'm sorry for your loss to pete dunn earlier today (laughs) (laughs) i appreciate that i appreciate that because when i first started uh, shaving the sides of my head i would get the kushida comparison so i appreciate (laughs) there you go uh bibo reyes of course wrestlemania expert because he was at wrestlemania 30 yeslemania when daniel bryan took the wrestling world by storm so uh, napaka-interesting ng panel natin for tonight. So, uh, to start things off, uh, for our listeners who may not have heard yung mga episodes ninyo, uh, let's start with Carlo. Um, In a nutshell, what was your WrestleMania 35 experience like? It was wet. <laughs> That's all I remember <laughs> afterwards. After after the quick count, after the botch three count in the main event where yeah. Ronda Rousey clearly had her shoulders up uh, when the referee counted two. Uh, it, it was raining outside, and we were stuck there for me. I was stuck there for three hours outside, just waiting for a ride to get home to New Jersey. So that is my clearest memory of WrestleMania. But it was an awesome night, nonetheless. 
<laughs> I can relate kasi I was also there na din ako. Thankfully not as long as Carlo was, but yeah, that was a trip. How about you Bibo? What was your clearest memory from your live WrestleMania experience in New Orleans? Real quick, uh that WrestleMania 35 story. It seems all the events at MetLife have like rain involved somehow. I remember my friend who went to 29, nung event itself. You can't really see it on the broadcast, but there was like a light drizzle and everyone was wet watching WrestleMania that night. Uh, WrestleMania 30 was amazing. I... I, 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 I don't, I, there's just so many experiences. I watched my hero win a world championship, met my hero, uh, saw the streak end, something I never thought I'd see, let alone see live. Uh, it was honestly, I, it, it has for sure ruined every single other wrestling event I could possibly attend for the rest of my life because it was that magical. Yeah, it sets a bar, diba? It sets a bar mm-hmm. na for, for some of us, it's just way too high. But this year, la tayo pantay-pantay, la tayo manonood from our homes <laughs> kasi may pandemia pa rin po, ECQ pa rin po. So we all have to deal with watching WrestleMania on TV. So we've got a two-night card again. And let's uh, start the roundtable by uh, talking about our thoughts of WrestleMania shifting to this format na two nights na siya, unlike before na five hours, six hours, seven hours. Ro, what do you feel about this two-night format? Okay, as a guy who is really, really impatient and uh, has a dwindling <laughs> attention span, I like it. Uh, I like it so much. Na, okay, it's clear na sobrang unwieldy na ng WWE main roster. Even on NXT, they, they had to go to two nights for TakeOver. And it just goes to show you that there are so many people employed by this company. But again, they find a way to make it work. So um, this is much better for me who can't really stand sitting uh, seven to eight hours in one place watching everything. And trying to take in everything with as with the with the best mood I can. So having two nights of three to three and a half hours long must must tolerable in for me. I I would hope that they keep this format even when uh, the world somehow gets back to normal. Ikaw, Chino, as uh, somebody who'll be watching this live at a better time than all of us, because gabi or happen by your time, diba, in San Francisco. What do you feel about this new shift? Uh, I like it. Uh, first of all, I like how you keep reiterating that I am not in the Philippines. Thank you for that. <laughs> also, I like how I, I like how we're doing this um, sort of a as a mini festival of, of wrestling. You have people from all over the world essentially coming in to watch this uh, potentially in the future. So at the end of the day, I think they're really catering it towards that market so, so that it's more of an experience for the people coming by. But now we don't really have the the exhibits that you usually see during Mania. You don't have access and all that. But access is online this year, granted. But down the road, uh, way into the future, I think this is the way they're supposed to go. Now, let's start with night one. Because night one and night two, both of them actually have seven matches. So they spread it out evenly. And let's see which card stacks up better than the others. So let's start off with the first match uh, um, based on your Wikipedia listing. Uh, it's the Tag Team Turmoil featuring Lana and Naomi, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, the Riot Squad, and Natalia and Tamina. And then the winners go on to face Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler for the Women's Tag Team Championships on night two. So, Bebo... Looking at this field, who's going to come out of Tag Team Turmoil for you? I, I don't really care about the challengers. Uh, honestly, no. I love this. I love that, that the Turmoil match is on night one because uh, even though I, I honestly like 
uh, Nia Jax and um, Shayna as as champions. And I feel like on their own, they would deserve uh, a spot on Mania. But to have the thermal match to determine a contender instead of like plopping them with in a program that doesn't really have much momentum or history behind it makes the women's tag belts feel special, right? So mm. I'm gonna go with uh, Natalia <laughs> Tamina. <laughs> yeah, sure. They, uh, they they have been getting more exposure. They actually appeared on Raw this week, which is kind of weird because about that really doesn't happen all that often with the with the women of the main roster. What about you, Carlo? Looking at this field. I'm just sure it won't be Riot Squad. <laughs> that's, 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 oh, that's, what know. that's what we know for certain. You can, you can, yeah, you can X them out because they won't win. But very quickly, lang, Stan, yung sa akin kasi with, with Mania being two nights, I actually dislike it Ooh. because I think it waters down the grandeur of having just one night of just epicness of five hours of waiting. I hate having to wake up early in back-to-back days. So <laughs> that, that, that's, another, that's another personal factor for me. But but for me, really, I, I like the, the one day. I like the, it, it, it's all, you know, pedal to the metal until five hours or through. So I'm kind of missing that. And I'm hopeful that post-pandemic, it will go back to those big venues again with just one night of awesome. Uh, can I just say, I don't want to Carlo that he's going to be able to get out of it. He's going to be able to get out of somebody who was actually there and experienced the whole event na one-time big time, what do you like? One-time big time or this yeah. current format? I'm actually curious how the tickets were selling. Like, do you get both nights automatically when you get a ticket? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I was actually looking at both cards and honestly, when I looked at it, when you trim the fat from both and you make it one card, when you, I know, consolidate it into one card, this could have been one of the, the most stacked manias ever. Uh-huh. So I feel like that was a missed opportunity in a way. I don't know why they're doing two nights again. Maybe there's something about that Wrestle Kingdom format that is beneficial and they want to tap into that. But it does feel strange. It's, it feels like we're getting, we, we, we'll have gotten four semi-WrestleManias in the span of two years that all have the same branding. So it's odd. The, just the fact that it's still WrestleMania Pirate Scabbard this year is, is strange to me. So. <laughs> WrestleMania Two Swords. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you know, inside joke now, I'm in for uh, this year's uh, WrestleMania. So, so yeah, Carlo, let's go back to you. Uh, who is your pick yeah. from the tag team turmoil? Who will be number one contenders in Anaya and Shayna Rito? I think among the field, uh, I think there's um, some interest with Lana and Naomi. Because I, I really, really, the, the other three teams are, are, are not very interesting and the backstories aren't very strong. But it really doesn't matter because you, you know that the defending champs will defend anyway, right? That's <laughs> fair. It's actually yeah. fair. See, Ro, uh, your take. And if you want, you can connect it to the eventual title match on the following night. Uh, um Actually, I think that May Surprise Entrant like uh, Kyle Martin said in the comments. So uh, they teased the Billy Kay and Carmella yeah. might be joining. Yeah. So they said yeah. that. Uh, I was going to say, sorry. Hindi Hardy Boys. Hindi Hardy Boys yung surprise entrance. Hindi naman ganun level. I was going to say, if anyone deserves that spot, it's Billy Kay. Just put yeah, her actually, with someone who finally accepts her resume. I'm sure you're sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. That actually makes sense because WrestleMania is a night where you can pull off the feel-good moments. So uh, I would give that to them. Kung sasaling asila, and um, should they go on uh, to win and uh, 
challenge for the women's tag team championships on night two. I don't think they're gonna win, uh, as Carlos said. I think the champs are gonna defend because there's nothing much better for them to do right now. So yon, uh, Billy Kay and Carmella surprise entrant, and then uh, go on tonight too. Ikaw Chino, your thoughts on the women's tag team championship division? I think they might give it to Natalia and Tamina. It's kind of like I'm going to pull a basketball term out of my yeah. ass here and say it's it's kind of like the 2011 Dallas Mavericks. You know how they won and it gave oh, everybody. Stan is <laughs> gone too. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> parami ring, parami ring lang sila, yeah. diba? Yung parang masabi na na ng champion oh. sila. You know, you know I'm a Dallas fan, right? No, I am a Dallas fan hard, too, Carlo. Like a hardcore Dallas fan. Yeah, I am a Dallas fan too. So, so this is actually something, this is, uh, what, what NBA added a sentence? I can't remember who. But then, I, but then it's, it's kind of like that, but in wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, they're tenured, they're seasoned vets. They are the Jason Kane and Dirk Nowitzki of the WWE, the 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 of the D of the women's division. So I I kind of like how they're giving them a chance to shine, see where they can. Parang ano? Parang lifetime achievement award, like you've been here a while. Yeah, you're on your way out. It's time to get the ring. So, Alam mo, so, I appreciate the sinabi mong Jason Kidd and Sean Marion and not Deshaun Stevenson. Yun matatanggap ko yun eh, yung Jason Kidd Sean Marion. So thank you, Chino. Okay, so so yeah, that's that's basically where I think they're coming from. And plus, I mean, it's about time Tamina gets something. You know, I mean, she's been there a while. It's about time she gets something. So I feel like because they're building this tag team up so well, they might actually have a shot at walking away with the titles. All right. Now, let's move on to the next match. And ito, for me, uh, this is a low-key match of the night candidate. Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Really, really excited for this one. Uh, let's go with Ro here first. Who do you think is coming out of this one? Is it Cesaro's time, finally? Uh, at this point, parang they have to do it for Cesaro. Because other otherwise, uh, you're going to be wasting a lot of hype and a lot of buildup all the way from January uh, if you don't if he doesn't win. So I think they're making a big deal out of yung point na di naman na fulfill ni Cesaro yung potential niya. Uh, I know Seth, Seth has been having uh, that point home. So he has to win because otherwise he's going to look dumb. Bibo, you were there for Cesaro's first big WrestleMania uh, moment, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. What do you remember about that? Cesaro has been making me sad in the years since that, just because that was such an organic and epic like pop for someone who the crowd could really get behind. It was such a mistake, honestly, at that time when they took the real American, real whatever, whatever their tag team name was, they took that theme away from him because people were singing along to it like Fandango's theme. So it could have mm -hmm. been like a a, a, th a thing to get him over with a live crowd. So ever since, I mean, Cesaro, I, I've, I've loved him ever since he was Claudio. I Castagnoli. think that, yeah. yes, Claudio Castagnoli. I think that, that Rollins is doing a favor for a friend. So Cesaro yeah. definitely should go over. Um, love will always win, guys. According to Cesaro. <laughs> on fucking smack. He loves wrestling. Carla, <laughs> I'm not sure if uh pa natin to when you first guessed it on the podcast, but I think you dabbled a little bit into indie wrestling, right? So nabutan mo rin ba yung Cesaro Seth Rollins era in Ring of Honor? Not really. I think yung yung indie com is more coming from the Japanese side and not indie from from Ring of Honor and stuff. I I watched some of their matches but followed religiously that would be a no. Mm -hmm. But in this case, I would think that a, a loss for Rollins won't really hurt him, while a loss for Cesaro will destroy him. Yes. 
So so it just makes more sense for them to give it to to Cesaro this time. Yeah, that's a great take in terms of the stakes. Uh, Admin Jackie in the comments is saying that Cesaro deserves the world. I 100% agree. But what about you, Chino? Uh, should Cesaro get this WrestleMania moment? I, I feel like on the basis of the suits that they wear, Cesaro <laughs> should win easily, right? <laughs> because those are some horrible Seth Rollins uh, outfits. But I think they might get, go with Seth here because they want to double down on this uh you call this the this this friday night messiah gimmick that he's been holding on to for the longest time and so yeah it looks like cesaro might win but i won't be surprised if they pull the rug from underneath our feet and give it to seth rollins here he because he, I mean, he's been doing well uh the previous wrestlemania so i i wouldn't put past uh wwe booking See, Elijah Sabandal in the comments is asking, how do I catch up on storylines? I'm starting to watch wrestling again. Um, WrestleMania is the best time, actually, because right before a big match, my video package, ne, so you can catch your, uh, catch up diba, to whatever's going on. So I think that's your best bet. If you also want to backwatch, check out your YouTube and WWE. They do a pretty good job of uh, compressing everything into fine highlight clips over there. Right, next up on WrestleMania Night 1, Steel Cage match. Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. Um, I'm not really a fan of this story because they're framing it as Brain versus Braun. But uh, Braun Strowman is not a very compelling babyface. Like, I, I I don't really like the guy <laughs> himself. And then they don't do a good job of making him someone that you want to cheer for Braun. No. So, um, Carlo, what do you think about the way that they've booked this story? They just have no idea what to do with Braun right now. Like zero idea what what creative creative story that would make sense with him. Because they tried the unbeatable unbeatable heel, um, it it didn't work. Now with Shane, just because Shane has to do something in WrestleMania, uh, like uh, I'm not a fan of the entire angle. And to be honest, I I've, I haven't been a fan of whatever Shane does in, in Mania because. <laughs> But if you look at the names who are not getting any any matches in Mania, you feel bad for a lot of for a lot of superstars, and then for them to take that spot, it just makes me sad. So I'm looking at the cameo na packages nila for WrestleMania. See, Braun Strowman sold out, huh? So apparently there are enough people who actually love Braun enough to pay for a cameo and a shout out. Meanwhile, si Shane McMahon was at five hundred dollars at the start of the week, gain four hundred dollars na lang discount down nila. So coming off of that and how parang there is a little bit of resentment towards Braun and Shane, Ikaw Bibo, are you even looking forward to this match? I feel like Braun has been damaged goods ever since he jobbed to Brock for the 500th time on whatever given pay-per-view. I feel like, I, I actually like Braun as a performer. I feel though that the space he inhabits well is, people hated on um, when he was the Universal Champion and uh, he had the program with uh, Miz and Morrison with yeah. the slime and everything, which came back for the, for this feud. But I actually <laughs> like that. I feel like that space is where Braun really can like show his personality and thrive. And then when he gets super serious is when, you know, like you can draw people's attention. But like, I feel like that space was what he should inhabit when it gets to this like serious, like really intense stuff. Like, he, I don't know. He's, he's huge. That's all he needs. He doesn't need to be any more intimidating than his size i feel like this match can can be good though if every single person like like i i assume uh 
present company included, who has hated the fact that Shane has been taking up so much uh, screen time on WWE television <laughs> for the past couple of years. If he gets his comeuppance in just the worst way and consistently throughout this match, then this can be a showcase of that. Like if they recognize that people don't want to see Shane on TV and they have Braun just destroy him and embarrass him, then it'll be a good match in my opinion. Parang, sh- ano, parang Shawn Michaels versus Vince McMahon and <laughs> exactly yeah. long level kind of beat down. Yeah. yeah. It has to happen. I mean, Braun has to win, obviously. Otherwise, this this dumbass storyline will have wasted even more over time than it already has. <laughs> so the Shane McMahon spot at WrestleMania, but that's when you, you put out all the crazy shit. But something super stupid's about to happen. So, Ro, what do you think that crazy ass spot is gonna be? Probably some dive off the top of the cage. Uh hindi siya in the cell this time, so it's gonna be a little more tame. But people are saying in the comments, both on Facebook and Kumu, that Shane might win. And I actually agree with that. Now, yeah. Braun needs to win. Yes, Bebo's right. But I think that they will be sneaky enough to give Shane the win here. And, you know, uh, say F these fans, right, who want Braun to win and get his comeuppance. I think uh, they're gonna really make Braun look stupid here. But uh, the, the, sorry, what? sorry. The only way that I agree with that is if it leads to a better program for Braun. Yeah. Like if if there's a run in with someone that will give him something to do for the next couple of months, then fine, let Shane win. Feeling no, I mean, I mean, like um, it's not the best uh scenario, pero feeling ko talaga yun gagawin nila. <laughs> Sabi ni Ricky Publico from SmartHenry.com, they should recreate Big Show versus JBL from No Way Out 2005. Now, JBL got choke slammed through the mat and then he crawled, yeah, out. He crawled out. And because his feet were on the floor, Shane oh, yeah. <laughs> Chino, what do you think about that potential finish? I don't think it's going to happen because uh, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. I feel like at the end of the day, um, talo dito yung fans. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> well, I know. This Best but, prediction of the night. The fans yeah. lose. <laughs> it's true. Okay. How about I know? How about the Paul White Stone Cold uh, I know cage yeah. finish? Now oh, don't you pin up the wall, the wall, yeah. Bring back the, the solid metal. Yeah. Shane uh, <laughs> yeah. McMahon is everyone's Tito. Who still thinks the 80s were the best decade of all time? <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I objectively they objectively it objectively might have been. But he's still clinging to the things that he thinks are cool. And it's like, Shane. You, got, you, you have man. to understand also that Shane McMahon is the CEO, oh. child of owner. So <laughs> we can look at him in the spotlight. And what I'm going to go, he's already there. He's not really in the corporate side of things. He's just there to jump off something stupid and then call it a night. That's, that's essentially what he does. So they let him do whatever and we can't really do anything about it kasi hindi naman bakman yung last name natin eh so <laughs> correct paano mo kukontrain yan diba sige let, let's talk about something that's more interesting than that and that is Omos's in-ring debut so AJ Styles and Omos are challenging Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods for the Raw Tag Team Championships uh, Bibo what, what can you say about Omos getting his moment at Wrestlemania like this na in-ring debut mo po siya Wrestlemania pa uh, let AJ do the talking. One, <laughs> that's the first thing. But I will say, um, I've been impressed with Omas ever since he did that kick to the to the guitar. I forget who was swinging it, but someone was gonna attack AJ with the guitar, and he, he just kicked Elias, it. Elias, yeah, uh, Eli, yeah, Elias. 
Of course, it was hilarious. If it's not that funny, um, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> someone on a <laughs> someone on a on a on a wrestling podcast like poo pooed it that the act the announcers were like that was so fast. It was so fast that 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 flick kick was really quick. Uh, um, I think that's the perspective of someone who takes athleticism for granted. I feel like Omas is gonna impress us with some. Agile things, you know, it's kind of a wrestling trope at this point that he's so quick for his size. But I think he might just be that, like that athletic big man. We'll see, you know, I don't really have any other point of comparison. But yeah, I'm glad AJ has a has a title match at WrestleMania. New Day's always right. entertaining, so yeah. If you don't count the 24-7 championship, if uh, AJ wins at WrestleMania, magiging Grand Slam champion. Na siya. He'll have held yeah. every championship in WWE. So Carlo, what do you think about that possibility? You know I love AJ Styles. I mean, he's been he's been the only guy that I wanted to see in the WWE for for the longest time, and I I really don't know what his partner will bring to the table. But every WrestleMania has been really good for AJ Styles, and I'm looking forward to another great match from him. Uh, Chino, how about you? Um, my expectations come out of this match. No, I agree. I don't think it benefits the New Day to hold on to the tag team titles longer and again. You know, they don't really need a WrestleMania moment, especially since Kofi's on the other side of this equation. So I really want to see AJ Styles walk away with the tag team titles, even if it means Omos also walks away with the tag team titles. (laughs) Like, you wish it was something better, but this is what we're getting. uh, And I kind of like it. I kind of like how they're agreed to uh, give AJ Styles the Grand Slam moniker of sorts. Is this is this the biggest you know, is this the biggest tight differential between a tag team champion since Braun Strowman and the kid? <laughs> Probably yes. <laughs> Probably <laughs> yes. See Nicholas. 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 <laughs> Na anak nung uh, nung referee si John Cone. I'm looking through the comments right now, and our listeners and viewers nagpapataasan sila ng high flying move that Omos could supposedly fall off for 50 splash, Phoenix splash, corkscrew oh. dive, spinal tap, Canadian destroyer, shooting star press. How about Euro? What do you think Omos is capable of? Guys, um, you don't know this, but I'm sure si Omos has been practicing this entire time. I'm sure they already have a match laid out. Because you see who's in who he's in the ring with. You got Kofi Kingston, AJ Styles, and Xavier Woods. Uh, three really great guys, really athletic guys. So I'm sure they're developing some awesome spots for him. Uh, I don't know if sobrang 450 splash or shooting star press levels yung magagawa niya. But I do think uh, we will see something cool from Omos. Uh, I also am looking forward to them uh, winning the Tag Team Championship, mostly for AJ. But uh, I think Omos has done much better in his role than Reginald in his own role. So it might be a pleasant surprise. And I'm all down for, you know, Grand Slam AJ Styles. All right. Now let's get to another tag team match. I'm super excited for this one because it is The Miz and John Morrison going up against Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. So, Carlo, what do you think about the involvement of Mr. Bunny in all of this? I don't like it. Oh, <laughs> all right, all right. I don't like I mean, but para sa akin kasi, I, I still understand why the WWE is in love with involving uh, non-wrestling personalities uh, for WrestleMania, they give you that that atmosphere. They pull the the extra, the additional crowd. But for me, a spot for him is taking away a spot from a wrestler who works his butt off for the year in this pandemic. 
not to be in WrestleMania. So this is a match that I'm really not looking forward to see because there's just really nothing in there. Not absolutely nothing in there for me. Interesting. How about you, Bebo? What are your thoughts on this? Because there, there's the counter argument that Bad Bunny brings a different chunk of audience members, na casuals or mainstream, that WrestleMania yeah. or WWE would otherwise not have. Uh, personally, I don't really care about the celebrities ever, unless it's like a huge star like Shaq, and and he's gonna impress the bar with, with that that spot, the table spot that he did. If it's not like a huge star, then I'm like, okay, I get it. At the same, I'm I'm personally not invested. At the same time, at least Damon Priest is in a more high-profile program going into the big show than he otherwise would have been. So there's that benefit to it. Um, if if Randy Orton's Twitter feud with Soldier Boy is to be believed, then Bad Bunny has been really putting in the work, which I, I guess it should be. He should be able to entertain. Yeah, I don't really I don't really care either way. He's obviously gonna get the pin probably on Morrison. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a point about this, which I will I will interrupt someone later and get back to. But, uh, <laughs> but personally, yeah, it's eh, eh. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I'll I'll go to Ro here because Ro, you and I have had experiences with celebrities getting involved with local wrestling and how uh, we try to involve them, but to bring a, a different set of eyes. So, what do you think about this whole thing now that it's finally coming to a head like this? I think uh, I agree with Ricky when he says in his reviews that they kind of failed Bad Bunny. Parang, I think they really didn't know what to do with a celebrity like Bad Bunny. Talagang ni generation gap on how they should be handling someone like him, how they should be uh, exposing someone like him to the fans of the business and how they should be building him up for something like WrestleMania. So it could have been a layup. But it was not. And that's why people don't care about Bad Bunny because it just wasn't that good of a story for him. And it was just really silly, you know, with the things like the hey, hey, hop, hop, uh, the music video and uh, the paint brushing of the Bugatti when you could have been destroying it. <laughs> they were really in it to pop themselves and not the fan, it seems like. Javi in the comment section is saying that Stephen Amell was probably the last celeb he saw in WWE that actually knew how to work. Ikaw, Chino, knowing that Bad Bunny has been showing up at the Performance Center to train and really learn about the business, what do you think is Bad Bunny's upside? Okay, so I just I just have to say I laughed when Rose had Generation Gap because I tried picturing Bruce Pritchard listening to reggaeton. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he doesn't, listen to, he doesn't listen to reggaeton. What? He looks like the guy. Right? Fat white redneck. Because it's the redneck. It's great. It's awesome. I feel like we're talking about upsides here. Let's talk about the representation Bad Bunny brings to the table. He's Puerto Rican. Damien Priest is Puerto Rican. They are severely lacking in the representation in the Hispanic department on the main roster. If you think about it, the guys that they do have representing that side are misused about we haven't really seen Ray really seen Ray Mysterio the boss Alberto Carrillo is off in some main event somewhere the boss so we are getting this because they need somebody to represent that side the the fact that David Priest is part of the picture also helps him out because at the end of the day it's a WrestleMania spot for him we're talking about giving guys who deserve WrestleMania spots a chance I think he's one of those guys the boss Especially because he's been putting in the work. He's been working with a non-wrestler, making him look good. So at the end of the day, I feel like the WWE benefits more than Bad Bunny, that Bad Bunny, you know, getting to live out his childhood fantasy. Yeah, this I, is one of those. I remember now. Sorry. Go, Bebo. Go. Sorry, I remember now. I remember now. Sorry, two things. 
Bad Bunny's 24-7 championship reign failed just because we didn't get SNL cast members as a 24-7 champion on that episode of, of yes, SNL yes. Where, he, where he brought it. And second, I just realized, I wish that they made this match. Uh, they added a stipulation where whoever wins gets to perform the musical number at WrestleMania. So it's it, we're, we're either in store for Bad Bunny's performance or freaking uh, Miz and Morrison, which would have added like that stake for the audience. Like, thank God we're not going to watch a Miz and Morrison uh, <laughs> musical performance. So I wish they added something like that to it. This is one of those celebrity matches that's pretty obvious who's going to win. And I think we're shocked if Miz and Jomo actually win, diba. Right? <laughs> so with that being said, I think we can proceed to the WWE Championship, the semi-main event of night one. Bobby Lashley with MVP versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, Carlo, I want to start with you here and get your thoughts on the Hurt Business breaking up two weeks before WrestleMania. I think they wanted to really build Bobby Lashley as his own man. No need for anyone else. It's just him. Doesn't need a posse to be able to be a main eventer. But really, the, the entire build-up from McIntyre losing it, losing the title to Lashley getting it to now challenging, it's weird. Why? It's so, so, I don't know. It just, it just feels weird to me because they could have just put um, McIntyre as the defending champion and built Lashley up as the challenger. Parang for me, putting the title on him and maybe taking it away during Mania just to give McIntyre that that moment that he didn't have last year with Brock Lesnar. I don't know. It, it kind of kind of feels like a, a little bit forced for me. So what I'm getting from uh, what you just said is that you think Drew is going to win at WrestleMania. I think so. Interesting. I think so. Yeah. Ikaw, Bibo, what do you think? Um, two questions. First, your feelings on the Hurt Business breaking up this close to Mania. And second, who's coming out on top? Uh, for, sorry, is that official? It's it's Sasha and and uh, and uh, yes, Bianca Sasha and Bianca are main eventing night one. Yes, wow, that is great because this this uh, WWE Championship doesn't deserve the main event at WrestleMania. <laughs> as far as the Hurt Business goes, I've heard a lot of people saying that the Hurt Business is the best faction going on in in WWE right now. I disagree. I think MVP is the best manager in WWE right now. It's not necessarily the group; it's the guy at the tip of it, and that's MVP. This this reign for Bobby Lashley, even though I'm happy that he finally got the big one, um, he's one of like three African American WWE champions in history. This run though has been proof positive that he's not championship material because Bobby Lashley mm. has been a professional wrestler for almost two decades and he still can't cut a promo. Not even cut a promo, just say words. What is a title <laughs> match, Bobby? For real? No, I'm not even joking. You have MVP. Carrying the load of getting on the mic and selling something. And then all Bobby has to do is lay out facts. All he has to do is say things that are true. And he can't even do that. Bobby Lashley <laughs> is a great athlete. He's an imposing figure. He's he, No wonder Vince loves him. But he just can't talk on the microphone. And he, Brock, unless he's going to be... In uh, sorry. It was Brock. I know. But like, <laughs> Brock at least has parties over grandpa and things like that. Bobby can't even pull that off. For um, Suplex City, bitch. Yeah, Suplex <laughs> City, bitch. All he has to do. About him. It, it's 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 not. And honestly, this is sorry. I don't I don't mean to 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 wag my profession in in everyone's face, but like he really needs to take acting classes. Like <laughs> I don't know if it was this last Raw or the Raw before that, but there was a program between the, the him him and and Drew were in the ring, and Bobby Lashley was like At WrestleMania, blah blah. It's like it's so bad. It is so cringy. It's okay to be cringy in wrestling because it's wrestling, but there's a level of it that's like he looks like a fish lost uh, uh, 
ashore. You know what I mean? And yeah, but I, I with that said, I think he's gonna retain. I don't. I think they're gonna try to swerve us and try to look smart by being like, "Oh, y'all thought Drew was gonna get his moment, but he's not." <laughs> also, with regard to Drew, I think I honestly feel like if there were if there were crowds, he'd be getting booed by now because as amazing he is as a wrestler and as great as his moveset is, as great as his physique is, he's still just a really tough, nice guy. That's his character. And I feel like he, fans would have turned on him by now if they were there in the in the building. So that's an interesting take. Uh, before I get to Chino, we got a shout out. One of our uh, pride and joys as wrestling fans, representing women's wrestling and Philippine wrestling, Crystal, who's tuned in. Thank you so much for congratulating us. Happy birthday, us. Crystal! Happy birthday, Happy Crystal. birthday, Crystal! Thank you so much for joining us tonight. So, yeah, let's go to Chino. What 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 can you say about what Bibo said? Na Bobby Lashley's run as as WWE champion did not live up to the hype. And again, I'll, I'll pose the question to you. Is Bobby Lashley retaining at WrestleMania? I think he is. The whole point of this rivalry was to make Bobby Lashley look strong on his own, right? regardless of what, B- what people thinks of his mic skills. <laughs> I think that it's... It, I think the whole point is to not make him look like a transitional champion. That's the more important factor here. They're trying to focus on building stars, and he doesn't look like the type of wrestler that people can easily forget about. You know, he's an imposing figure. You remember him right away, the, the, way, the way he looks, the way he acts in, in the ring during a match is something that sticks in your brain. And the fact that they decided to make a moment by sacrificing two, uh, half, I was going to say two-fourths. Math is uh, half of the Hurt Business is actually just worth... It, it's worth noting as well. So I feel like Bobby Lashley retains uh, during this match. How about you, Ro? Um, Do you think that Bobby Lashley has flopped as champion? And is he retaining? Okay. Uh, Carlos said na weird yung mga And I know why it's weird because they're trying to cram too many stories into one story. Um, they're trying to cram Drew versus Lashley. And then they're also trying to cram uh, the Hurt Business breaking up and Lashley versus yep. Shelton and Cedric. So talagang, uh, when you have that, that, that thing that no one wants, uh, that breakup nobody wanted, you really are trying to take away the focus on what should be the highlight of the story, which is uh, Drew going up against Lashley. Lashley because Lashley uh, took advantage of Mrs. Cash in. Right? Whether or not Lashley failed as champion, I don't know. It could be too early for it to be totally doomed. I think they can still turn it around. But what they did uh, do wrong here is that they just couldn't resist giving Lashley uh, lines to say. Like, uh, it should be an Adiba. Exactly, right? It should be like what Heyman does for Brock Lesnar. MVP should just be talking for Lashley and that's it. Full stop. Uh, let, uh, let Lashley ad-lib away from the mic and then let MVP talk all everything, uh, say everything for him and make him look imposing. His job should be, uh, Lashley's job should just be to stand there and look strong and to be the beast and to be uh, his version of Brock Lesnar. So basically, your advice ni Ro para kay Bobby Lashley, yung same advice ni Daniel Padilla sa mga haters niya, shut up ka na lang. <laughs> oh. As to whether or not he will win, um, I think uh, Chino is right then in saying that uh, Lashley isn't someone you forget about easily, and I don't think he will be dropping the title anytime soon. 
I hope not. I hope na it's not a moment for Drew to take back just because there are fans again. So I hope that they salvage this run for him because I think it's pa eh. All right, now let's get to the main event of night one. And WWE's actually made a point of telling us on TV that this match would close main uh, night one out. So it's the SmackDown Women's Championship, Sasha Banks defending against the Royal Rumble winner, Bianca Belair. So, Bebo, what can you say about this match main eventing night one? And uh, is Bianca finally winning the championship here or does Sasha get her first WrestleMania win? The thing I love about Bianca is that there were many moments throughout this main roster run where you could feel and see her greenness, right? Like that she's one of the younger talents and she's not re- really used to the, to the main spotlight. But week by week, you can see her growing more into it and improving every single time. I feel like that's the kind of person she is um, with, with life in general. And that's translated to her work in this program because there, I, I hated her post-Rumble win promo because she was just happy to be there. And when it's like, I mean, come on, you're, you're, you're supposed to be a star. I hated that she, and Bianca, you, you remember my tweet, um, that uh, Sasha slapped her and then Bianca caught a promo on the WrestleMania sign when, when Sasha's standing right there. Um, yeah. But I feel like this is the Rumble storyline plus Road to WrestleMania that they're about to get right. And I think uh, Bianca's about to, to win the big one at Mania. They're about to, to build a new star by the, the the formula that's worked ever since and that they should be doing now, even though they tried to buck the trend. The the the, the hottest, uh, most uh, potential-filled star wins the Rumble, beats the champion. Sabi ni Yuanika Nor in the comments, all the women's title buildups have been very disappointing. Carlo, your thoughts on that and your thoughts on who comes out on top? I think it's a, it's a two-part question for me because I would hate for both uh, Bianca and then Rhea to win Ooh. In, in night one and night two. If they both win, I'd hate it. Why? One of them I'm okay with. I don't know. I just, I just hope that either Asuka or or Sasha would finally get a, a big WrestleMania moment. I, 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 for me personally, I don't think that the WWE has done enough to apologize to Sasha for what they did in WrestleMania 35 with the Iconics, which, which led to her you know, temporary her separation from, from the group. I've been a fan, really. I've been a fan for, from the start. Okay, Bianca Belair, when she was still doing a deadlift in NXT, I, I was a huge fan already. I, I like that they gave her Royal Rumble, but I just wish that they give Sasha Banks the respect that she deserves by by main eventing and then ultimately winning. Because if, if you main event a WrestleMania and, and you're the final picture that we see for night one, would I rather have that with Bianca Belair or Sasha Banks? Hindi ko pa ma-imagine seeing seeing Bianca Belair closing the show, main eventing, and having the title. I can't see it right now. Interesting. Ikaw, Chino, uh, uh, who do you think is going to win the championship and stand tall? Kung main event nga itong women's championship match, who's going to be the last person we see before they fade to black? I feel like as far as star-making moments are concerned, you don't get, it doesn't get any better than winning during the main event of WrestleMania. Now, granted, this is a co-main event in night one, so it's not really the main event, but at the same time, you're still getting to be the last thing we see before you know it fades out into the logo. I don't think it'll hurt Sasha Banks 
to actually lose another WrestleMania match. Um, in fact, I feel like she's even more game to see somebody like Bianca Belair go over because it's ushering in a new generation of women's talent, something that both Raw and SmackDown desperately need right now. So I can actually see Bianca Belair walking away with the title. Have they done the best job of making it look legitimate? Probably not. They could have done a lot more with Bianca Belair, but that's not really Bianca Belair's fault. The whole happy-to-be-here vibe, yes, it's a little strange to, to me, but at the same time, if you're going to base this on the fact that they're really trying to build a star in Bianca Belair here, I think she might walk away with the title. All right. Uh, Rosie Chino Kanina, he mentioned the importance of Bad Bunny and Damian Priest for representation dito sa WrestleMania. So how important is Sasha versus Bianca in terms of representation? Yeah, I think uh, it's really, really important. I think... Um... I actually either of them winning would be good because, of course, uh, women of color main eventing WrestleMania, and uh, either of them really coming out on top would be great for you know their visuals for uh, for all of them. But I think that they are gonna waste a huge, huge Royal Rumble win if Bianca loses. So I think um, Bianca is gonna win talaga. But uh, I can also be afraid that he she doesn't win because you know we've lived through Shinsuke Nakamura winning a Rumble and not winning. <laughs> right, Asuka then in the same year. Asuka, yeah. Right, yes, yeah. So uh, we're going to take a quick break uh, and we're going to get to some shout outs. We're also going to say thank you to everybody who stopped to greet us a happy seventh birthday. But first, let's take a break from our anniversary, Mañanita, to tell you about how you can support the podcast through your online shopping. Take it away, Ro. All right, guys. Everything you want and need, hashtag NASA Lazada Yen. And, ev- and, you know, every time you purchase from Lazada, you can help us out by using our special affiliate link. That is podlink.co slash EUL. Again, podlink.co slash EUL. Every purchase you make through that affiliate link uh, goes a long, long way in supporting us uh, here on the podcast and on Podcast Africa Asia. All right, we're going to talk about WrestleMania Night 2 plus your shout outs in a bit. But first, a word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Now, hold on just a minute, playa. That's a Teddy Long reference for you. If you're probably wondering how a few wrestling fans who put together a podcast for their love of wrestling have been able to collab with brands here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, well, the answer is simple we use Podmetrics. So if you have a podcast, no matter what the size is, you can sign up now at podmetrics.co. That's P-O-D-M-E-T-R-I-C-S dot C-O. And use our referral code, WRESTLING2XPOD. All caps, one word. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G, the number two, the letter X, and the letters P-O-D. Again, WRESTLING2XPOD, all caps, one word. And hey, it's a great way to show support for the show as well. Now, if you're an advertiser and you want to collab with us on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, who are we to say no? You can head on over to advertiser.podmetrics.co and fill up the form. Again, that's Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. Rose got some shout-outs for our viewers on Kumu. Let's get right to it. 
All right, saying hey to 1.5, uh, who is from, uh, I believe is from TikTok. So saying hey, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, he, They have been commenting a lot. Saying hey to our podcast since if Miss Fruit Preserve, baka na nito, who is tuned in on Kumu, yeah? Saying hey to Skamageddon, our regulars on our Kumu live stream every week. Manami silang sinasabi. Abby then is also here. Who is? She's asking us, who do you think will open the show? Which music will Will be uh will we be hearing first in front of a live crowd after so uh, so many months uh being okay, the weekend <laughs> oh that's true <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so thank you everyone who are who are joining us here on kumu and on facebook uh, we really really appreciate you guys joining us for episode number 400 uh what's up to julian as well who's saying happy seven years and sabi raw niya, tayo raw yung inspiration niya on starting his own podcast we're really hey, happy that thank you man yeah, we were able to uh, blaze a trail for somebody, at least one person. That really means a lot to us. And thank you for joining us for our seventh anniversary, Manyanita. Hi as well to Super P who's watching. And she says she hopes Bianca Belair wins. Yeah, sorry, gusto ko lang sabihin, Julian, mas matutuwa kami pag ginamit yung pod The code is wrestling. What's the pod code? Wrestling, wrestling. Yeah, there Yes. All right, so let's get yeah. to day two of WrestleMania 37. We already touched on Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. I think we all ha- have an idea how that's going to turn out. So let's get to this next one. Let's go up high for the U.S. Championship. Riddle versus Sheamus. Bibo, I'm going to ask you, uh, what do you think about Riddle being portrayed as this sobrang sabaw na talaga to the point na, oh yes, he literally forgot his lines. Let's keep that shit on TV. I, it makes me remember something that Paul Heyman uh Paul Heyman guy shirt. Hey. Um, something that Paul Heyman said uh, about RVD that sets him apart from everyone else. In that when everyone is angry and bowing up and, and popping veins in their in their temples, RVD is like, hey man, whatever, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, whatever. And I feel like that's the same thing that they can tap into with Riddle as long as they don't make him an idiot. Which, if I'm being honest, sometimes it feels like that. Dude. All you have to do is make him a ninja turtle. Like hire um uh one of the, <laughs> uh, uh, the, the ninja turtle creators to write stuff for 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 riddle for because riddle, yeah. he's, he's obviously charismatic, he's he he has a good look, he's he's athletic, but don't make him stupid. It's 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 dude, where's my car? Doesn't isn't is not the template you should follow for this guy. Just make him like chill, make him a frat boy, but don't make him dumb. This match also makes me sad because I when I heard that there was a chance that it was going to be Drew and Sheamus for the belt, I was like, ugh, because I'm kind of over Sheamus. Sheamus has been the same Sheamus besides the bar stuff for like more than a decade now. And I was like, I don't want to see that. But after those two Celts uh-huh. beat the crap out of each other, however many times I was like, oh man, I wish this was the program for the belt instead of Lashley and Drew because it's it's got history. It's got, it's got, it's got, you know, it's got this going for it. They, they can just destroy each other. And it would have been a great um, secondary uh, main male championship program for Mania. That being said, I think it's going to be a great match. These uh, Sheamus and um, uh, Riddle are both amazing wrestlers. And um, I, feel, I feel like uh, I feel sad also because I feel like Riddle's going to win after Sheamus just just boosted the main title picture without being involved in it. So I feel like Sheamus is going to eat a pin. And um, yeah, it's it's going to be a great match nonetheless. 
I'm glad you mentioned that because in previous episodes of the podcast, we've said that na, the heel turn of Sheamus because he built up that story with Drew and then the heel turn siya, and then wala siyang napala. Carlo, what do you think about that? Do you agree or disagree? And do you think Sheamus actually gets redeemed by a win at WrestleMania over Riddle? If, if you asked me a week ago, I would have told you that I wanted Riddle to win. But after that feature, WWE Network on, on Sheamus and how he cried, while being hugged by Cesaro, parang that just turned the world for me. Parang this guy has been giving it his all and for, for the longest time. Sure, he, he, his character has not evolved much, but his level niya of, of dedication to wrestling hasn't changed also. Um, hindi rin, hindi rin na watered down yung, yung physicality of whatever he was doing from, from 10 years ago up until now. So I'm hopeful that they give him this shot uh, Riddle, of course, uh, needs that title around his waist to help his cred a little bit. But I, I, I think, I know, I think Sheamus should be able to pick up this win because of that, because of what he did for someone else, and now he gets the, parang he gets the consolation prize that is the U.S. Championship. Ikaw, Chino, where's your head at here? May kinakampihan ka ba? Like, are you invested in any one of these two guys competing over the U.S. title? I like the RVD comparison. Sabi nga dito ni Kyle, he is RVD but MMA, diba? It, it speaks to his character. Um, sabi ni Kyle that they, it will go over better that if they acknowledge the weed. They're never going to do that because <laughs> WWE voted for Trump. So it's not going to happen. But uh, at the end of the day, it's still a humorous character that has some edge to it, diba? Parang, you can make fun of him, you can forget his lines, act all stonery and stuff. But at the end of the day, he can still go in the ring. And I think that's what's important because it gets you to underestimate him as a talent. It makes the person at the opposite end of the ring think that this guy is a stoner, I can take him, but then you realize that you can't. So it feels like one of those matches that might take a while, honestly. Especially since Sheamus is notoriously is notorious rather for taking uh, long matches like this, and Riddle can actually go. So I feel like this is one of those match uh, star making moments rather on a main card where you have somebody like Riddle be in the spotlight. All right, so yeah, Stan's going to reset real quick. So I'm going to say that I don't really care as much about these two anymore. Sobrang um, last-minute addition to, to the WrestleMania card. But after what Carlos, I agree. After what Carlos said about Sheamus being uh, really hardworking and really scraping it together for the past how many years, uh, I kind of want to see him win. Uh, I think Riddle has been kind of lame duck as a sitting champion. I think... Um, they haven't really been trying with him, and talagang um, it it he's much better as a chaser, as a championship chaser, than as a defender. So I think that uh, Sheamus would be much more compelling as champion. All right, guys, Stan isn't here yet, so let's move on to the next match: Big E versus Apollo Cruz uh, in a Nigerian drum fight. And um, <laughs> yeah, Stan, you there? You good? Yeah. All right. I- I think it's much better. Yeah. Uh, Nigeria, right, give me your take fight. on this one. Not yet. 
Okay, Nigerian drum fight. Okay, okay. So Nigerian drum fight really evokes images of Killmonger versus Black Panther. I'm not sure <laughs> if you guys got that from the way that uh, Apollo Cruz explained it. So I'm actually excited to see if they're able to um, push through with this and be not politically incorrect. That's a double negative, but I'm sure you guys know what I mean. So, Carlo, what do you think about this? Like, napapa-cringe ka ba knowing that more than likely na wala masyadong African-Americans in the writer's room and can give this storyline justice? Gusto ko yung ano eh, um, turning Kofi Kingston from Jamaican to American and getting rid of his accent work to make him a WWE champion. <laughs> Let's try the reverse for Apollo Cruz. What the hell is that? <laughs> So yeah, um, it 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 it's kind of weird, the right? But there are people on the internet who actually like it, like us. <laughs> we like it. <laughs> I I think it was it was something that gave him a little bit of edge, uh, just to just to draw a line between him and the other African American performers that that he's going up against. Uh, it gives him a little bit of a personality as well. Pero you you could have you could have done it some other way and not just make him you know. Suddenly, all tribal. For me, again, um, B- Big E has has been a, a, a very effective worker, um, both in terms of helping out Kofi and and the New Day and, and building up other other wrestlers as well. I think he'll have to hold on, hang on to the Intercontinental Championship for for a while to to be able to give it more meaning for for his reign. Ikaw, Bibo, uh, may effect ba sa'yo yung shift in Apollo's character na he's more in touch with his Nigerian roots? He's got the word Niger on his gear, which is one of those words that refer to Nigerian pride. So does that uh, speak to you at all? And do you think na Apollo can get this WrestleMania moment for himself? Um, I don't know about Apollo winning, but I do like that they're doing something with him. Apollo Crews has been a, a really athletic, really great baby face for years, and I never really cared about him until now. So I, I, I guess that's that that means it worked. <laughs> so if, if someone, if my jaded butt can 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 care about a young superstar, <laughs> then at least they're doing something. Big, I, I want to say something about Big E though. Is that I'm actually sur- I I I I've, I'm always surprised in like shoots or like whatever interviews that out of the three New Day guys, Biggie is the most like reserved and quiet and like a uh-huh. little serious. When when they're doing their New Day stuff, he's the biggest guy around, you know, doing splits and stuff. And I feel like he took this as an opportunity to to tap more into that serious side of himself. But I feel like it's been it's it's hamstrung him a bit in that he's sitting in the serious too much. He's like if you could do a, a party game where you take a shot every time a Big E lets go of a colloquialism during a promo. It's like, Apollo, you are on the precipice. It's time to the Piper. Apollo, your time has come. Your ass is about to, is about to cut a check that your mouth can't cash or whatever. It's, it's like all these generic things that he's rattling off one after the other. And it's like, you gotta, you gotta just you know, talk at one point, like actually say what's in your heart. And I feel like he's trying a bit too hard with uh, with a serious Big E. When he he just we love him. He just needs to be himself. All right, Chino. We've talked fan, about this fan, on the sorry, podcast. So sorry, uh, see, yes, Carlo. Go. I think go, you go. have to give a Bibo the the rock Funko Pop. He killed that promo. <laughs> 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 thank you, sir. Thank you. Si Admin Jackie natuwa din daw. Sabi niya, Bebo sounded like Gandalf for a second. <laughs> 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 Gandalf. 
Yeah, he has the hair for it. So. <laughs> Chino, ikaw, um, who's winning this one? Is it Big E or Apollo? I think we've talked about this on the pod before. I think this is, again, going. I, I feel like this is the WrestleMania where they're actually trying to build you guys up. So I feel like Apollo walks away with it. I was just looking at something before we started doing this uh, topic here, and I realized that around uh, three out of six UFC champions are actually African descent. Yes, sir. As in, two of them are actually from Nigeria. I don't actually know how much of a factor this plays into Apollo Cruz's uh, swerve with turn, but the fact that they have somebody from actual Africa representing the African-American side of things in the WWE is something that they can capitalize on more than actually giving it still to Big E. Plus, if you take the title away from Big E, that leaves him wide open to chase after the big one, the thing that he's always wanted for the longest time, the thing that he's been talking about for quite some time. So I feel like this is... the a win-win on either end when Apollo Crews walking away. Ro, I know you love Wakanda, you love Black Panther, so Nigerian drum fight, yay or nay? Yay. Uh, I just want to say that Jung, to, to Bebo's point, I think Big E is being hamstrung by uh, creative writing on his promos. So I don't think it's all him. Uh, I think he's really memorizing and reciting some lines that he was told to say. Uh, but everything else, I will have to defer to Chino's opinion because he hit everything I wanted to say uh, really succinctly. All right. Now let's is get to Sorry, is it a surprise still? Are we going to be surprised to find out what a Nigerian drum fight is going to be on yes, night two. Yes, because they haven't explained it. They haven't explained it. Uh, I hope there's like a giant drum on the apron where they can like <laughs> slam. Like, it's like a spot, <laughs> a spot, you know. Thing. We, we, <laughs> yeah, we still don't have a cinematic match on this card. I think my drum, so, so my drum, sa taas ng ring. Tapos you have to climb a ladder. <laughs> yeah. with here I am talking about cinematic matches. You just stick a drum up rope and fucking make people cry. Let's get to this one. Uh, for those of you who loved your early 2000s and late uh, late 2000s, early 2010s ring of honor, we're getting Stinerico at WrestleMania. Kevin Owens <laughs> versus Sami Zayn with Logan and Jake Paul being involved in some way, fashion, or form. <laughs> Bebo, where's your head at with the Pauls getting involved here? I'm very excited that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, two great wrestlers, have a, are going to have a great match at WrestleMania. I will say that it's it's a little, I mean, way better than Owens just get it, not being on Mania, which has happened, right? Yeah. He was there, yes. but they just didn't have anything for him. So all of a sudden, Kevin Owens isn't on WrestleMania. It's it's sad that it, it's like it's like that Batman Joker thing. They're really destined to do this forever. These two guys, <laughs> these two best friends, That's true, will just really never get along. I feel like they. I mean, it, it's obviously a last minute thing where they're like, "Oh, these two guys can work with each other. Let, let's put it together." But I hope that this isn't the last Kevin Owens in, in the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn saga. As much as I've said, like, "Oh, it's them again," because I feel like it can be more. Like they can really create something amazing. They can main event a WrestleMania. So I hope that would be the the closing chapter in their in their story. 
Carlo, uh, are we getting anything here other than Kevin Owens just giving Sami Zayn a stunner and then walking away and flushing his whole conspiracy theory storyline down the drain? I think I think I'm hopeful he power bombs him twenty times like like <laughs> the thing they did in NXT before. But um, with with the with this match, kasi, uh, parang I, I agree with Bibo. I don't care about anything else that's happening around it. I don't care about them when they go through to boxing. I don't care about them when they go to wrestling. I just hope they didn't exist in, in this entire in this entire WrestleMania match. But I'm really looking forward to what Steen, sorry, to to what Kevin Owens and and Sami Zayn will come up with because you know that among all the superstars who are involved in WrestleMania. These two will be stuck in a room writing this match out, hoping to steal the entire WrestleMania. They will be going out there, putting out a really good match in the hopes that people will not be talking about anyone else, none about nothing about all of the all of the title matches. They hope that at the end people will be talking about their match. That's their goal, and I hope they deliver. Uh, Chino, last year, see Kevin Owens, he jumped off the WrestleMania logo in the Performance Center. Where will Kevin Owens jump off of this time? The pirate ship. He was just saying, <laughs> call the shot two years ago. Call the shot. He said he was jumping off the pirate ship. Uh, no, but I, I feel like I, I'm going to quote Bailey here on the her, her episode, rather, of Oral Sessions, where she said that she was so happy and at the same time jealous for the people involved in this WrestleMania because after a year of no fans, they finally get the fans back. And if there are two people who benefit the most from fan interaction, from people actually being there, it's Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They feed off that energy so well. That's why all of their matches in NXT, even on the main roster, were killer. They, they kept these guys apart for a reason so that when they got to this point, it would be explosive. Would they have? Could they have done a better job of that? Again, yes, they didn't need to involve the pauls, but at the same time, the pauls are there for for the lulls and the likes and the money and whatever. The the WWE benefits from having that sort of attention brought onto them, even if it's not the best attention. Bad PR is still PR and all that. So, uh, as for what the role the pauls actually play in this scenario, I kind of think they might do a turn here and actually. Do pull a Mike Tyson from that one WrestleMania with HBK and Sean and Stone Cold, the that that whole because he I am a heel but I'm not and he knocks uh, Sami Zayn out with, with like a work punch or, or something. It 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 might actually happen because they still lead the Pauls' uh, clout moving forward. Uh, Ro, taking into account what Carlos said kanina na Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are gonna pull out all the stops to steal the show. Can they actually make it work? Mauulul ba talaga tayo at WrestleMania for Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn given their place on the card? If they give us, if they give them, sorry, uh, the adequate amount of time to wrestle a good match, then yes, I think they could. Uh, in the interest of time and energy on this podcast, I will just say that I echo everyone's sentiments about the Pauls, about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I just really wish uh, personally that Kevin Owens would win because I think he really needed a win. He really earned his stripes during the feud with Roman Reigns, and uh, they kind of shafted him there a little bit. So he really deserves a big, a big WrestleMania moment win here. And jump off the pirate I really, ship. 
yeah, I, I, I honestly think that that's why the branding is still the same for this year, so that Owens can still get his fire chip moment. Um, what Carlos said got me more excited for this match because you know that those two in, those two maniacs are are gonna bring it. But I sorry, I just wanted to say before we move on that instead of who is the outside force involved in this match, instead of those, Sana it was Gronk na lang. Like he has history in the company. They just won the Super Bowl. They're at their stadium. It, it would have been a great. Um, better involvement than, than <laughs> what we currently have. So hey, you know naman WWE, they're a few years behind, so <laughs> now let's uh, get to this one. The fiend with Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. Bebo, are you disappointed that we're not getting a Firefly Funhouse match recapping Randy Orton's career from a bizarro lens? Yes, selfishly I am sad, but at the same time I'm glad it's not happening because you don't you in doing in not doing it, you don't pigeonhole the fiend into oh, this is what the fiend does at WrestleMania. He's gonna have a cinematic match and he's gonna cut a, a match promo basically on an on, on his opponent's entire career. So I love I, I like that that he's not gonna get you know stereotyped into that role. Um I don't like uh the look. I wish he I, I love the fiend. The fiend is my favorite thing in wrestling right now. I just wish <laughs> that I I I I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen, but I hope he goes back to becoming regular fiend if that's a thing um <laughs> because kentucky fried fiend will be fun for a week or two but not more <laughs> i do not want to smell kentucky fried fiend um carlo i want to go to you here can the fiend get his win back from wrestlemania 33 w- wasn't he what the rock was cooking <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I think the WWE missed out on the perfect chance to have another Inferno match with, with the level of fire that has been involved in this in this feud. They should have just lit the ring on <laughs> they should have lit, lit the ring on fire and have that. But para sa akin kasi parang this one really does anyone believe that Randy Orton has a snowball's chance in hell of winning it? I don't know. Uh, this is WWE we're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. Parang it's a it's a just a giant setup for the fiend to be more you know more impossibly good. Because the the entire buildup of the fiend is that you can't beat him. Even if you beat him, you really did not beat him. It's like Stone Cold when he was stunnering everyone, and, and even if you get a win against him, you still look bad somehow. <laughs> so this is just the entire buildup of of the fiend, and Randy Orton will have to take one to the chip. Chino, dito, dito confused because eh? you have a feud between two guys, but you don't know who the babyface is. So at this point, who do you think is the babyface? I feel like the feed is the babyface. Because he got because he was the guy who's, who got burned. Because he got burned yeah. alive. <laughs> okay. Why would you cheer for a guy who sets another guy on fire? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I saw a guy get burned alive right in front of me. I didn't cheer for that asshole. <laughs> okay. Okay, but it doesn't make sense for me to cheer for Andy Orton because he burned somebody alive. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Yes, I get that it's hard to cheer for the Fiend because he's essentially a monster. But anyway, you watch a horror movie. Some people watch horror movies to watch monsters kill people. And I think that's really what you're after here. But when you watch Friday the 13th, you don't really watch it for the six kids in the movie. You watch it for Jason. <laughs> or... For Jason, but you don't watch Freddy Krueger because you know you, you want to see a, a girl and the guy make out of bed. No, you watch it for Freddy Krueger itself. So I feel like that's what the, they're essentially going after here. Because I mean, the WWE, for all its flaws, is still a fan of the spectacular. It's still a fan of the sensational, and 
they got it with the fiend and every wrestlemania will have something to that effect and this is what we get this year you know, i agree with, with gina as far as the fiend being a baby face because um sorry just real quick um i feel like the hole that the undertaker has left not only as a mystical character who has powers and whatever but i it best illustrated by what michael cole used to call him in that Cole used to call Taker the WWE's conscience. And I feel like uh -huh. that's how you make the fiend a baby face. It's that if you fuck up, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to answer to that guy. You know. So I hope. Okay, that's I love what that you brought up the Undertaker. Because yeah. that was the direction I was gonna go into my question for Ro. Like, does this make the fiend this generation's Undertaker? Yeah, I guess it does. But like the Undertaker before him, uh, he is uh, getting off to a rocky start. So if they can make it up to him in the future, in future years, then it will be good. It will be a deserving comparison. But right now, as of right now, I'm kind of over the fiend. And I agree with Carlo that there is no way that Randy is winning here. And, you know, as as you said, yeah, as Bebo said, uh, if if the fiend is the current conscience of the WWE right now, and there is no way a guy who set another guy on fire would be winning. All I want to see is Alexa Bliss in a very prominent spot, and I'll be a very happy boy. Now, let's stick to the women. Wearing what? Prominent spot wearing what? Uh, <laughs> wearing whatever the hell she wants. I'm all for it. Now, let's stick to the women. Just one last point on, on this. Parang, if you want to compare him to The Undertaker, um, the, the, the time when The Undertaker really took off was when he was humanized somehow. So for me, it, it, it's rather challenging to look at The Fiend right now and how they're pushing him away from that human side. How do you reel him back will be the question. Mm. Like, How do you bring him back? Yeah. To someone who can actually have a decent match with with another with another wrestler for a title, like now you're you're pushing him into this mythic character, sort of how, like how they messed up with Braun Strowman. Na parang paano mo ibabalik? How do you how do you put him back into a situation when you can get a wrestling match out of him? Is is the challenge moving forward? A lot of people a lot of people thought this was the opportunity to do it, right? That he'd come back yeah. just as Bray. The just as uh Mr. Rogers Bray and then like the fiend would be an even more rare occurrence, but mm -hmm. they didn't go in that direction and we'll see. I agree with Stan that that I, I hope Alexa gets a big role in this match because she's carried this this program. Yeah, for, yeah. Uh, yes, for she did. That's like, true. She's been doing the heavy lifting in this and in this story, and she deserves to have, if not be the part of the the, the biggest part of the match, then be a really key key component in it, right? You want you want to know how you humanize the fiend? You you make him wear denim, <laughs> and then the kid rock come out, and then you give him a chopper, <laughs> and they give the arm with American badass. One last That's note on the fiend before we get to Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. They really missed an opportunity to bring him back in human form. Nitong Easter. That's all I'll say. That's true. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Yeah. Let's go to Asuka versus Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. I'll start with Carlo because you said that only one can happen. Either only Rhea Ripley wins or only Bianca wins. So what is your forecast for this one? So you know what I'm getting at. If, if Bianca Belair wins, wins night one, I'll be rooting hard for Asuka to win, to win night two. Yes. If the opposite happens, maybe I'm, I'll be okay with, with Rhea Ripley winning. Um, again, just going back to the point, you still have to, even though... You're looking towards the future with Rhea and Bianca to absolutely 
outstanding individuals who will you who will stay with WWE for a while and who will be legends after their careers are through. I still think that you have to give the proper respects for the women that you know started and continued the revolution in in, in Sasha and Asuka. And I, I think one of them at least deserves a moment. How about you, Bibo? Who do you think is is, is going to come out here? Because I see Rhea Ripley is going to have her entrance performed live. And Medjo mixed record shot WrestleMania. Yeah. And it's usually <laughs> saved for like a babyface wrestler. Rhea is kind of leaning towards the heel side of things here. So yeah. uh, what do you think Rhea Ripley's chances are? I think uh, Carlo has a point when it comes to the two women's title matches. I do feel like the result of the the, the championship match in night one will point us to what is likely going to happen on night two. With Rhea, I feel it's strange that they didn't bring her uh, to the main roster after WrestleMania last year. She made her WrestleMania debut before she made her Raw debut. So her appearing on Raw isn't even that big of a deal anymore to me. But um, because if had had she gone to the main roster after NXT, then you could have had this build up for this this year's mania right but that didn't happen and we have what we have the raw women's championship is clearly the secondary belt uh i and by virtue of that i do feel like we're gonna get bianca on night one and then asuka on on night two giving two royal rumble winners uh championship victories at wrestlemania even though one is like many years after the fact so a lot of people uh, might get mad at us if we don't mention uh, Rhea Ripley's uh, song will be performed by Ash Costello of New Year's Day. So I have to get it out there to protect our asses. But Ro, we're seeing in the comments that a lot of our listeners gusto nila magpaapa kay Rhea Ripley. So will they get their wish come the end of WrestleMania? You know, I th- you guys need Jesus in your life. Can I just say that? You guys need Jesus in your life. Where is this whole They are simps for Rhea Ripley, sir. <laughs> okay, um, I think they kind of booked themselves in a corner with this sudden uh, last-minute uh, Rhea debut just before WrestleMania. So I think if Rhea loses here, she looks absolutely dumb, even if she uh, loses in a really nice match, a really hard-fought match. Hard-fought match. Um, I feel like Asuka has done enough to solidify herself to make up for that uh, WrestleMania loss those years ago. I think she has established herself as uh, the person to beat in the Raw Women's Division. So I think you don't need to make her any more than she needs to be made right now. So I think while Carlo has a point that maybe only one should win, I think... um, Talagang you will see them both win because it is a good moment for them and it's you know it's just a push for them. Eh? Uh, it's really gonna make Rhea look dumb if they uh, if she loses really quickly as soon as she just um, debuted on the roster. Ikaw, Chino, with this collision course set to happen, is it possible for both Bianca and Rhea to win and be champions at the end of Mania? I feel like they could have done a better job building Rhea Ripley up first uh, because. The fact that she was pigeonholed into this role just after Charlotte uh, was taken out of the picture is something that still doesn't make sense to me because for, she makes her debut, she walks out, calls Asuka out for the, the challenge. The, you don't really know what she is. She Was she the face? If she's the face, does it make Asuka the heel? Then no, next week, apparently she's the heel now and Asuka's the face. And the week after that, you still it's still not clear. So I want that. I was hoping that they would have done a better job explaining her, her logic 
in the story sense. Now that said, again, we're after story making moments here. That's what WrestleMania is all about. Right? That's right. So you want Ryu to see Ryu Ripley on top. Also, I'm going to put my uh, smart glasses on here and say that Asuka is still injured. She still has to take six months out of the ring to get her teeth replaced. Right. They did that whole, that whole wonky spot with Rhea Ripley slamming Asuka's face uh, into the table. And that's because those are fake teeth, so they can really do whatever they want. <laughs> she needs to take time and stick to the, the, permit, to the permanent uh, pair that they're going to to put in her mouth. So that's going to take time away from the ring. Right? All right. So there you have it. Now let's get to the Sorry, main Sorry, one last event. thing about Rhea. Sorry. Well, oh, real oh, oh. quick about Rhea. I love Rhea. I, I also find her quite attractive, even though I would, probably wouldn't have her step on my neck. Um, I love Rhea. <laughs> Thank you. I, there's a healthy line, people. There's a healthy line of respect. You don't uh, have I, to step on other people <laughs> to sip. Okay? I love Rhea. I love her theme song, and I'm very scared of her jacket. There are so many strikes <laughs> on that thing. <laughs> so we're going to count Bebo hey. under team Magpaapa kay Rhea Ripley. Noted, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the main event here. The Universal Championship will be on the line in a triple threat between the head of the table, your head of the table, your tribal chief, Roman Reigns, against the Royal Rumble winner, Edge, and of course, Daniel Bryan. So I know people have feelings know, for this. You have about feelings. This. You so have many a personal feelings. stake. So yeah. That's why you're going first, brother. Oh, is that me? Okay. Uh, you guys know how happy I am that we have this match. I, I, I do wish it wasn't a triple threat, but... Um, I'm just happy that Nia Bryan is in the main event. And honestly, I've been able to filter why I had the, the feelings I did about Edge and Roman. I'm kind of a purist as far as where I came into wrestling, right? And I told you guys that was the Attitude Era. I don't, I really don't believe in the Royal Rumble match, the Royal Rumble win being the start of any program. Regardless of what it is, I don't feel like winning the Rumble will get someone over because we know it's a work. We know they were just, they decided that this person is going to win. It just doesn't do it for me. The best way the Rumble win has been used, in my opinion, um, uh, based on history, is like I said earlier, wh what they did with Bianca, whoever is the hottest, most over person um, who's is either already on in a program with a champion or people are chomping at the bit. To, to take on the champion should get that rumble nod. It just makes sense. It, it, it may be predictable somewhere down the line, but it, it, it works. It, I don't. It's better than than just being like pretending like the rum the Royal Rumble is some equitable competition that anybody can win. Whereas you have two belts and you have a rumble winner, and then the company just decides who's going for the other belt anyway. So. With that, I feel like it should just augment a program as opposed to spark it, and that's why I feel I felt like Edge just wasn't the Rumble win. Like it, it, it didn't do it for me. Be number one, and it's not e because of Edge. I love Edge. Um, Edge is one of is, is a is a legend. He's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. But I just felt like Edge and Roman, right? You could replace in that program. You could replace Roman Reigns with anyone, any heel champion, and Edge's story is the same. He's still coming. He's, he's coming back and he's reclaiming what he never lost. There's no connection. There's no history. Uh, you all know, like Daniel Bryan and, and Reigns have that history ever since. It, the Fast Lane is their pay per view at this point, right? So yeah. I feel like that's really the direction they should have gone in. But at the same time, I will be objective and say that Daniel Bryan isn't necessarily as hot as he historically 
has had the potential to be in the past. It's not Yeslemania this year, even though he's it's kind of it's pretty much the same story for him. He's not that young, you know, guy that a whole movement will rally behind anymore. So I feel like they really did the they maximized all the resources in putting all three guys in the match. And um I feel like Reigns is is, is gonna pin D Bry. That's why Daniel Bryan's in the match is so he can eat a pin. <laughs> Both guys look strong, unfortunately. Like I feel like that's what they're gonna do, and if anyone is gonna break that cha- Punk's championship record of four three four, it it's Reigns, right? Um, I honestly feel like, as much as I've hated him in the past, Paul Heyman is the one benefiting from being um in the Roman Reigns program at, in the Roman Reigns business at this point, right? Um, you, you, I can totally see the head of the table being without Paul. Paul's kind of like a, a secondary at this point, yeah, as amazing as that sounds, diba? So I I don't think Roman should lose. Maybe they'll make him lose the belt, but he he's obviously not gonna lose the match. But if anyone is gonna be just that, he, it, it, it's amazing. It's it's amazing how Roman is this sort of this new. Um, breed of heel forever champion. My dad and I used to call Triple H forever champion in the past because just, <laughs> he just wouldn't lose. <laughs> um, I feel like Roman can be that. He has the potential. It's believable. He has everything. He has all the attributes. Um, he's finally the guy that, that they wanted him to be and the fans all knew he should have been. And um, I can totally see him just winning here and then taking that blue, beautiful blue belt that used to be a terrible red belt, that beautiful blue belt all the way to WrestleMania 38. Sabi ni Kyle Martin sa comment section that Daniel Bryan loves three ways and Bebo touched on it. Na uh, touched on it. Na it's kind of like uh, the WrestleMania 30 storyline. So Carlo, what do you think about Daniel Bryan being inserted here? It becoming a triple threat, and who's the guy we'll see last before the screen fades to black? Uh, I think it was more because he wasn't doing anything else, and the story was just better with with Roman Reigns and Edge. To be honest. Um, it kind of muddied the the main event for me, but it for me it's also better that he's there, even if the story doesn't actually pan out. Um, I completely agree with Bibo in saying that I'm also hopeful that Roman Reigns will, will be able to keep his belt. Um, also agree with him that Paul Heyman is secondary, but I think they needed Paul Heyman at the start just to draw the line. Hey, Roman Reigns is a heel. Parang dunasha, dunasha natin ilalagay. He's the heel now, and that's why um, Paul Heyman stuck around. The the only way that would make me happy if Edge wins, if he retire is if he retires the next the next SmackDown, and, and says parang I, I've proven my point. I came back from a neck injury. I won the title. Now I'm done. Parang if that's not the ending for Edge, then I'd want Roman Reigns to win. It's very fascinating that you mentioned Edge possibly retiring because people on the internet have also been clamoring for this to be Edge's retirement match. Chino, what are your sentiments on that? Uh, I don't see him retiring anytime soon. I feel like he's trying to make up for 11 years that was taken away from nine him. Years so nine years Nine years to whatever, however long. It's still close to a decade. He's making up time. He's trying to do the things that he wouldn't be able to do, couldn't do uh, when he was on the shelf for that long a time. So I actually can see him walking away with the title because Edge is in an ambiguous place here. We still don't know what his allegiances are really. Right? He can actually still be a heel at the end of the day. 
Diba? Because you, on one side, you have pure face Daniel Bryan. We all know it's a clear face. And you also have pure heel Roman Reigns, who we all know is a pure heel. With with Edge right in the middle, it's it's a little weird for him. Diba? He's still in the, he's, he's at the fork in, in the road. And he can choose to go either way at the end of the day. Now, that said, if he does turn the heel at the end of the night, it doesn't really make a convincing argument for Roman Reigns. Diba? It, it buries a young talent, a talent that's been building up incredible steam for the past year. So I, I don't know. I I feel like I might be going back on my original point here. But I think I might I can see Edge walking away with the title. All right. So get row. Let's see if you can force a tie. Who's coming out here as Universal <laughs> Champion? Carlo and Bibo say Roman. Chino says Edge. Okay, for the first time in the long in a long time, uh, I don't want to predict a winner for this for a match for a, for any match. Yeah, uh, I like all three guys. I no longer know um, which guy will win. I cannot bring myself to figure out uh, which which guy the story needs to win. So I'm gonna sit back for the first time in the longest time and let it unfold before me. Uh, I think. I haven't done this in so long, since high school, maybe. <laughs> so uh, the reason I had that outsized reaction is I was about to say the exact same thing. I yeah. actually do not care who wins this match. I love all three guys. And if I could wear all three of their t-shirts on Monday morning, I would. But I will happily sit back and watch as these three just tear uh, the lights out and, and, and just tare at each other. Stan, you can still do that. You're just at home. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's fair. That's a very good point, Chino. That, that's fair. So we'll leave it to you guys, the listeners and the viewers. Leave it in the comment section. Naglalapag na iba yung bets nila for the main event, Roman, Edge, or Brian. In the meantime, though, we're going to be talking about who you think will make a surprise appearance either at WrestleMania or at the Raw and SmackDown after Mania. That's our last quick talk point. But before we get to that row, let's tell them about how they can help us through their online shopping on Shopee. All right, guys, uh, we also have an affiliate link on Shopee. So if you are taking advantage of Shopee's many, many sales and many, many great deals, you can use our affiliate link for the same reason, uh, for the same purpose. So you just have to use the link tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. Again, tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. Uh, the purchases you make will go a long way in supporting the podcast. Perfect shot for April 12 to 15 for Shopee's payday sale. Yes. And now let's take another break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Are you a big sports fan? If so, make sure to listen to Off the Record with me, Mix Bustos. Together we'll get up close and personal with the biggest names in the sports industry. Check it out after listening to this episode. Off the Record is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast platforms thanks to Podcast Network Asia. Catch you guys on my show. All right, guys, thank you for uh, dropping by on Kumu, saying hey to only one for you who is sending us um, yung kiss at the flying kiss. Yeah, that, uh, that is worth a lot of diamonds. So thank you for the flying kiss. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you. Marami siyang sinanda flying kiss. Admin Angelo is also sending halo halo. Abby is also sending halo halo. Uh, thank you so is much. That, is that only one yeah. for you or only here for you? Only here for you. Only you here for you is such a sweetheart. They are always there. They 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 are lovely. Hi, only here for you. Sorry, hello. Only here for you. Person out. Thank you. Thank Thanks. You only for here for you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Yeah, that is uh, right. everyone uh, who is tuned in on Kumu. 
All right. And a quick shout out again to everybody in the comment section. Sina Kyle, Aljon, JK, Bruce, Super P, Javi, Chris, everybody who's been joining us actively for our seventh anniversary, Manyanita. So as we wind down here for episode number 400, holy crap, uh, who do you think will make a surprise appearance at WrestleMania like Bianca Belair did last year or as we always come to expect on the Raw or SmackDown after WrestleMania? Let's start with Carlo here. Who would you put your bets on? I think this is kind of obvious um, right now, but I'm putting my money on EO. Okay. Maybe, maybe Asuka loses. Maybe EO steps up, some something like that in the next next Monday. Yeah, tanong ni Joaquin Mendoza kanina. Uh, are we not gonna talk about NXT Takeover Stand and Deliver? We'll save that for next week. But since we already know that EO Shirai has lost to Raquel Gonzalez, that's a good guess. How about you, Bibo? Who's on your radar to come out or return after WrestleMania? Uh, I'm honestly not tuned in enough. Like I'm not. Like scouring, scouring the dirt sheets enough to, to have an idea of who will pop up. But yes, because EO just lost, I do think she's probably gonna show up. And about EO, I just wanna wanna say, um, as a male wrestling fan, like uh, you know, it, when it comes to wrestling, sometimes you're you're more inclined to root for the people you're attracted for uh, attracted to, right? <laughs> like EO, not EO is beautiful, but. I'm, it's just so refreshing to to have this female superstar who who as of right now is in the most stacked division in all of wrestling in my opinion who I'm not necessarily just a fan of because I find her cute or or or, or I find her athletic but it's that aspirational thing where I just want to be this girl man because she's the coolest she just seems like the coolest human being on the planet that entrance is incredible that music is wonderful and I can't wait to hear that music playing either on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. So what you're saying here, Bibo, is that gusto mo din magpatapa. I'm saying the opposite. I want to be her. Like, I want to be oh, her. Yeah. I wouldn't mind being with uh, Rhea, but Io is just that aspiration of like, damn, I want to be as cool as that person. The Rock, you know? Like, all these, uh, these, these people who are like aspirational uh, figures. I feel like Io is like the first time I've, I found that in a female wrestler. And like that, that all that all that black uh, nylon she wears is just so cool. I want to be a cool Japanese um, young lady. <laughs> That's interesting because you know that if you do become Iyoshirai, you'll also have a very evil fiance. <laughs> Wait, so I don't know what what is this? It's two deep cuts for you. Uh, her fiance is evil from New Japan. You lang. Oh oh oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, Rogue, Sabini Chris Ramos Jr. on Facebook, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, or Tessa Blanchard. What are the odds that any of these women show up after WrestleMania? Uh, I'm putting the biggest odds on Becky to show up. Uh, sure. It's likely, I think she's, um, if she is ready, I think she is the readiest. Uh, but I think Jimmy Uso is coming back too. Um, as for other call-ups from NXT, maybe uh, Kushida. I don't know. Possibly. Uh, he just lang, confirm ko alter ego. Ko. Wait. Lang. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Possibly Finn. But it's also likely that Finn stays in NXT forever at this point. So, yun. Jimmy Uso is like my biggest, uh, my biggest bet. Okay, Chino. How about you? Who's on your big board of returnees or surprises? Bo Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> what if we're all wrong again? What if it's really just Bo Dallas? Who were we talking about here? And then it's headed to Bo. It's Ember, Ember Moon, Moon no. right? 
Yeah, Ember Moon. We were all like, oh, that's probably Bo Dallas. This, this time, it's definitely Bo Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to mark Chino down for Bo Dallas for surprise entrance or surprise appearances. For me, it's actually Becky Lynch. I don't know. Um, I, I really feel like it's about time for her to show up man lang and cut a promo, but I don't know. Um, Ako, I, no, serious answer, though. I think it's Karrion Cross. I think Finn still remains ooh. on... Stand and deliver, and I think it's Karrion Cross. He doesn't need a title to look legitimately strong. He already has that look going for him. So pwede, that's pwede. an interesting Karrion Cross. I'm so I'm sorry. I want to say though about Karrion, like I'm so nervous because the whole thing with Scarlet, that music that has like three different intros, like three different yeah. phases, right? That works in NXT in that tiny tiny arena. Yeah. yeah. What if we get an ascension scenario where it like oh, it looks no. so cool <laughs> on NXT, but when you bring it uh, under the bright lights in the, the big venue, it's Northern like mm, yeah. I hope I because but I love to, them and I, I hope they they get it to work on the main shows. Uh, to be fair, with ascension, they really dropped the ball there. Since then, the WWE or the main roster side of things rather has done a pretty okay job with bringing people over. Mm. Yes, there's a learning curve right? for for guys like Shayna Baszler, you know, your your Alistair Blacks, your your Ricochet. Alistair Black could also be making oh, a yeah, comeback. Oh yeah, he's teasing right? something. But he's teasing something online. Uh so you, you know they really dropped the ball with trying to put these NXT guys over. It, it's really just again a generational thing here. But I feel like because Karrion Cross fits the WWE mold of Big strong white guy. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's actually Puerto Rican, a... sir. Oh, well, the Chilean yata siya, diba? Is he? Basta Latino Basta siya. He's, he's Latino. Basta, okay, so whatever. Uh, big strong, big strong person of color. Uh, I think that it it actually fits the. It actually they might actually do a better job. <laughs> All right. How about you, viewers and listeners? Let us know. Hit us up in the comment section or come at us on Twitter at Wrestling2XPod. Now, let's get to our picks of the week. So, Bibo Carlo, if you guys are new to this segment, this is our favorite match or thing that we watched all week. Now, if you don't have time to watch three hours of Raw, two hours of AEW, two hours of NXT, and two hours of SmackDown, ito lang yung mo. So, I'm going to start. My pick of the week is WWE Untold on the WWE Network. Your episode this week was a look back on Edge versus Mick Foley from WrestleMania 22. Sobrang interesting yung pag-track nila ng relationship nila dating back to the 90s and how it led to that awesome hardcore match that none of us could ever forget. So that's my pick of the week. How about you, Ro? All right, so okay. I'll go with from this morning. So Volta versus Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT UK Championship. Uh, Walter broke the thing on the desk, so that's pretty cool. And it was everything you could expect from the two of them. How about you, Chino? My pick of the week actually comes from last week since we weren't able to cover it. It's happening Michael Balad, Keith Lee, another good pick. I will pick the Arcade Anarchy match, match from AE. Yeah, Arcade Anarchy match from AEW since we weren't able to cover it. Very strong emotions in this match. I feel like technically the Mindishim best, the, the violence really wasn't at, at par with the women's, but just the amount of people who made a comeback about how they close the show out with such a feel-good moment. It's it's really worth watching. Yes, I'm going to say, yeah. How about you guys, Scarlett and Bebo? Uh, did you have a favorite thing that you watched about wrestling this week? I, I would I would have agreed with, with Walter versus Champa. That would have been my pick. But since it was already selected, I would suggest for everyone to see the WWE The Day Off, Fasting 2021. 
again, uh, it, it really enhanced my appreciation for, for Seamus and other workers that we may be overlooking, but have been there, um, have been solid performers throughout the year. So give that a look. It's a great, it's a great pick. And I, I feel like uh, what Carlos suggested, I don't know, it would be my first, um, I like seeing the backstage, right? And I feel like that would be my first real in-depth look at like how the things work now in this, in the Thunderdome era. I'm sure it, it backstage is a little different. When it comes to that, I, I I'll be honest. I haven't. The only match I've watched this 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 week uh, was earlier today when I watched Io versus um, Raquel. Uh, so as far as something wrestling, I think uh, I'll, I'll be I'll be lame and and uh, point out the thing that everyone is gonna be watching, which is the Broken Skull sessions with Chris Jericho, the champion, <laughs> Chris Jericho, breaking walls down. Oh, breaking the forbidden Still, walls opening down. Opening doors, <laughs> opening doors, breaking walls down. All right, guys. Thank you for sharing with us our picks of the week, your picks of the week, and uh, let us know what you guys think on the comments and you know on social media. But before we let you go, before we let everyone go, uh, we want to you know shout out our little seven years promo, our seventh anniversary promo. We shouted it out at the beginning of this uh, stream of this podcast, but we want to remind you again uh, about the. Solo, do we have it here? Yung ano? natin. Yan. The, the Rock Funko Pop that we are giving away the first ever. Um, yeah, that's what I yeah, was saying. Yeah, yeah. Moving animation. <laughs> so we will be giving this Funko Pop away and three more other Funko Pops that we will let you know about the uh, you know uh, later this month. What you got to do is cut a promo. On all three of us, uh, regular podcast hosts, that's me, Stan, and Chino. Got to cut a promo on us. Uh, post it on social media, you know, uh, whether you're posting it on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, or on Facebook. Make it public. Uh, tag us. Uh, tag all of us uh, at the Wrestling 2X Pod, um, whichever uh, account you're using. And then use the hashtag WWP7Years. All right, there you have it. Uh, that's how you can win the this Funko Pop of The Rock, again, courtesy of our friends from Kramer Toy Warden. Um, at this point, we're about to end episode number 400, our seventh anniversary episode. I've got to say thank you to our supersized WrestleMania panel. Carlo Bibo, thank you so much for joining us for our seventh anniversary, Mananita. Uh, Carlo, is there anything that you want our listeners and viewers to check out? Uh, just want to thank New Era for the shirt. It's an awesome Ultimate Warrior shirt. Thank hey. you for hey. oh, nice. Yep, yep, yep. New Era, sana all. New Era. <laughs> <Go> <laughs> <on>. <laughs> the man. The kind of man. Uh, hey, say what's up to Christian of the New Era marketing team. Oi, Christian, hey, Christian. what's up, Pari? <laughs> My new favorite person, Christian. What's up? <laughs> and that's it for me. Again, guys, congratulations for, for <laughs> seven years and 400 episodes. Looking forward to more years from you guys. Carlo, I've said this before on the podcast. I'll say it again. What you, Chuck, and Polo did from the stands was a trailblazer for us. So thank you guys for paving the way for us. Even Camus, who was with us for a good number of years. Bibo, uh, how about you? Uh, where uh, where can our listeners and viewers catch you again? Sorry, I heard New Era and I, I, I thought I'd, I'd shoot my shot. So. Yeah, I love you guys. Um, <laughs> <And a> man. <laughs> New Era, thank you, Warrior. <laughs> Um, I, I, I'm not much, up to much these days, uh, as I assume is the case with most people. But I will say, please uh, do check out. I have a, I, I have a, a couple YouTube channels, but one called Blood Star Kid Lander. I put up a video um, about the Zack Snyder's just this the Snyder cuts aspect ratio. 
Um, so if anyone is looking for someone who can help create content, uh, please check that out as an example of my work. If you need copy, if you need to sound interesting, hopefully I can help you out. Hopefully uh, someone needs someone to collaborate with as far as creating content online. That's it. And I just want to say thank you so much, you guys. Chino Carla, it was great to meet you guys. Rostan, thank you so much. Uh, congratulations on seven years. Um, it's honestly been an honor to be. I love round numbers, and I'm very happy to be on the 400th episode hey. of WWP, baby. All right. Um, got to say a quick shout out to Sandro Hermoso, one of our friends from the Wrestling Gods. He's tuned in tonight. And before we get out of here, we have to thank everybody who has helped us get to this point. Every single fan or listener throughout the years, yung mga viewers natin who've really uh, supported the podcast since day one. My dad, who kept pushing me to start this podcast in 2012, way before we started. Siyempre si Roden, kasi 2012 pa lang, kinukulit niya na ako for this one. So thank you so much to, uh, to everybody who pushed us in this direction. To all the guests who helped us get here. Uh, TJP, who put us over as early as 2015. Rafe Bartholomew of ESPN in the US, who put us over as early as 2015. All those early guests that really helped build our street cred. Kaya we were able to interview people like Robbie Eagles and Jeff Cobb and everybody else that we've talked to um, throughout our run. Thunder Rosa even uh, here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. So thank you to all of you. Um, quick plugs before we get out of here. So yeah, let's go to uh, let's go to Chino for your plugs. Yeah, so I just want to say a special shout out to Grab Camos, Camos, yeah, who's an original member of this podcast. He's actually the reason why I am on the podcast on a more frequent basis. So shout out to Camos. Uh, we did shout him out when we were talking about Sami Zayn and Phoenix and just practice in the background. <laughs> but he is also an important factor in this scenario. Also, guys, uh, as far as scenarios are concerned, I'm going to be on the Pod Fiesta. Uh, podcast summit this Ooh. weekend, or uh, just to you know, I don't even know why I'm there, but I'm <laughs> there, and you can just listen to me try and talk about comedy and podcasting again. Nice. Why me? I don't know, but I'll be there. All the information is on my socials at Chino Supersized on everything. Also, hey, I just put out a new episode of Class Cloud, and this is actually an interesting one because I just did it by myself. No guest. Uh, I was just talking about comedy and how uh, I got started in that world and why I still keep doing it. So please give it a listen if you think that I might have a future as a podcast. Uh, speaking of podcasts, I've got another one called On Deck, also part of Podcast Network Asia. Do check that out. My last two guests have been Jervis Manahan from ABS-CBN News and Alex of Mellow 94.7, where we talk about feeling old even though you're only in your early 30s. So please do check that out. Ro, let's tell them about the Patreon program while we still have the viewers. Okay, really quickly, if you guys are looking for a watch party for tomorrow's NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver Night 2 and both nights of WrestleMania this weekend, Sunday and Monday, you can subscribe to our Patreon because that is where we give you access to our exclusive Discord server where we host the watch parties. All you got to do is sign up at patreon.com slash wrestlingwrestlingpodcast for as low as 250 pesos a month. It's so easy and it's so simple and, you know, it gives you access to a whole bunch of things like the aforementioned watch party and Discord server plus exclusive merch like face masks and other things that we will be developing soon and exclusive review content of Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, and pay-per-views. Uh, so sign up for as low as 250 pesos a month. 
Sobrang sulit because April just began and you'll get everything from WrestleMania week on our watch parties. Syempre, kailangan natin pasalamatan ng PNA Podcast Network Asia. Thank you for boosting our platform and uh, being one of the fir- letting us be one of the first podcasts to join the network. Thank you so much for all the work that you do behind the scenes, selling the podcast and helping us reach more listeners and more viewers. Speaking of more viewers, shout out to everybody on TikTok who found us for some reason hey. and are tuning into us. So Please follow us on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. We're going to work on our content over there. On Twitter, all our hot takes are there at Wrestling2XPod. Facebook and Instagram, where you're watching us right now, of course, is Facebook.com slash WrestlingWrestlingPodcast. Follow our guests at Carlo underscore Pamintuan, at Viboreas, and of course, the three of us at Chino Supersized, at Roiswar, and at underscore Stancy. Shout out to Babyface producer Sola, who is our director for tonight. And thank you to everybody for coming out here to celebrate our 7th anniversary Mañanita, episode number 400. Please remember to stay safe, mask up, register to vote, and please just be good people. Wrestling, wrestling podcast, out. Thank you, everybody. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.